Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here, Triple Eight. 900-3393 is the number to call. And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of the Taliban's return to power in Afghanistan. Things have gone really well since then. I think we're all pretty well aware of that. Well, you know, there's no starving going on. There's no discrimination going on. There's no murders going on because people aren't behaving the way the Taliban wants them to. Well, yes, all of those things are going on, but but it's a new and improved Taliban. Mm-hmm. It's not your dad's Taliban. Come on. Jeez. So Biden's never been held accountable. He just kind of skated from that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, his approval rating definitely went down afterward. But nobody's really held his feet to the fire on this. No, even the report that was going to hold the administration accountable. Oh, that's been delayed and delayed Mm. and delayed. Yeah, delayed until after elections, (laughs) delayed until who knows when, maybe when he's out of office, they'll bring it out. Somebody posted a reminder of what Biden was saying just five weeks before the collapse of Afghanistan. Let's uh, take a trip down memory lane. Is the takeover inevitable? The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Your own intelligence community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true. They clearly have the capacity to sustain the government. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy of the United States Hmm. from Afghanistan. Hmm. Huh. All of those things happened. No, no, we didn't. Not off the roof. It was the airport. Well, true. So... They had a very similar <laughs> shot of a helicopter uh, uh, getting people out, evacuating yeah. them. Yeah, and, and there actually was early on. That's right. It was off the rooftop yeah, of was. the embassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My gosh, that was just... Unbelievable. <laughs> Jeez. Mm. Uh, it brings back all those nasty emotions we had last year. At about this time, yeah. when it all went down, CNN desperately trying to help Joe Biden on the economy as well as everything else the u.s economy didn't get the recession memo they say (laughs) uh the brutal gdp report released on july 28th showing the economy had contracted for a second quarter in a row led to some to insist the much feared recession had already arrived and in some ways that makes sense in some ways yeah yeah (laughs) since that's the barometer we've always used Two down quarters means uh, in the GDP means recession. Since 1948, every period of back-to-back quarters of negative growth coincided with a recession. Huh. That's weird. So Yeah, weird. So we've been doing All it this way them? since 1948. 48. Okay. Hmm. But consider the following developments. Okay. The economy added more than half a million jobs in July alone. Yeah, like most of them were uh, part-time jobs. Most of them were garbage jobs. The unemployment rate dropped to 3.5%, tied for the lowest level since 1969. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of those were just jobs after the pandemic, you know, uh-huh. getting your job back. Yep. 
Inflation chilled out, relatively speaking, in July for both the consumers and producers. Mm, No, not really. Gas prices tumbled below $4 a gallon for the first time since March. Yeah, well, they were above $4 a gallon for the first time since ever. So that they fell below $4 a gallon, that's not saying much. I still paid just, was it yesterday? $82 for for a fill-up. $82. And for the record, you're living in the state with the cheapest gas. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) It's in some places it's like three twenty three, right? Is that is that about the price you've been seeing? Oh, around here, yeah, yeah, right in the three three ninety four nationwide. But Which means you know, there's people still paying close to five bucks. Sure, I need to check the old heat map, find out. Uh, consumer sentiment has bounced off record lows. What does that even mean? Wow. Okay. (laughs) Has bounced off record lows. Yeah. So it's come up a little teeny bit over record lows, and the stock market notched its longest weekly winning streak since November. Yeah, you can't count that, though. Well, we're told that the stock market uh, doesn't really matter. They don't watch that. Don't watch that. They watch the stock market. Yeah. Um, That's what KJP told us. Don't even look at that. Uh, Let's see here. I'm just looking at the old gas buddy price map, just running the cursor over California. I still see 538 out there. Wow. That may not even be the highest. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, there you go. It looks like the lowest is going to be South Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Makes sense with all our refineries here. Yeah. Well, what not and so forth. Yeah, about 316 is all. Okay, well. I would have thought lower down there, but uh, 316 to uh, 538 or whatever I said. Not good. I mean, stop saying this is... Don't let them trick you into thinking that this is good. This is acceptable. And uh, here's a story about the economy from Yahoo News. Some market participants had a sigh of relief after July's Consumer Price Index report came out better than estimates suggested. (laughs) President Biden touted both the report and last Friday's jobs report as evidence of economic recovery. However, other officials, like San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly, warned it was too early to celebrate as inflation remains far from the Fed's desired 2% target rate. Yeah, it's like uh, the wholesale inflation rate was 9.8%, but that was down from 11.2%. So, I mean, (laughs) mission accomplished. These people suck so bad. Debates over the state of the economy have fueled varying levels of market sentiment. Barry Schwartz, a psychologist and visiting professor at UC Berkeley, uh, Haas School of Business. Oh, so he's going to tell us why it's good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Confusion is better than simply being wrong, Schwartz said. If we're (laughs) uncertain about the future... Uh-huh. It's not going to lead to some kind of to a kind of systemic explosion oh. of expectations okay. about what prices are going to be in the future. If we just don't know what prices are going to be like in the future, chances are pretty good that we'll behave the way uh, tomorrow we behave today. Okay, so it's mind over matter. Mm-hmm. If we just uh, think it's going to be the same, yeah. That's assuming it's good now. But if it's just going to be the same, then we're fine. We just got to think it. Or think it's going to be really, really high, and then it only goes up a little bit. That's 
then, you know, you're fine. We you're like, lose. oh, okay, well, that only went up a little bit. We can't lose. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be really high. Yahoo so I'm super happy right now. Had to drag out a psychologist or uh-huh. what have you to, yeah. to tell us how to feel? Yep. There's going to be a lot of that between now and the election because they know they're in trouble. So desperate. Yeah, they're absolutely desperate. Oh, gosh. Uh, and the Justice Department is opposing right now the release of the Mar-a-Lago affidavit. Hmm. Of course. Hmm. The Justice Department Monday... So that would have been yesterday. Asked a judge to keep sealed the sworn affidavit, underpinning last week's extraordinary FBI search of former President Donald Trump's Florida residence. A document thought to hold key details about the government's investigation into the potential mishandling of classified materials. They're all nuclear materials, uh, nuclear documents about nuclear materials. And, you know, he was probably going to sell those to the Russians. Or, or the, build a bomb. Or the Chinese, or, or build a bomb. I mean, we don't know what the HOA yeah. at Mar-a-Lago is like with the restrictions we don't. on building bombs. We don't. But could have done that. Yeah. And what if he wanted to, to attack one of his neighboring suburbs? You don't know with Donald Trump. You just, he might have done that. You don't know. I mean, it's so preposterous that they're they're kind of alleging that he was getting ready to sell state secrets or whatever i mean it's asinine monday's court filing was made in response to requests from multiple media outlets including the washington post seeking the affidavit's public release law enforcement officials submit such documents to to a judge as part of their application for a search warrant Mm. Affidavits typically contain information addressing why authorities think there is evidence at a certain property. Yeah, let's see it. I'd love to. I really would love to. Uh The uh, Justice Department argued that releasing the affidavit could hamper its investigation and potentially harm those involved. Okay. All right. Sure. Sure it could. Even when the public is already aware of the general nature of the investigation, revealing the specific contents of a search warrant affidavit could alter the investigation's trajectory, reveal ongoing and future investigative efforts, and undermine agents' ability to collect evidence or obtain truthful testimony. What do you have to hide? Trump wants him to release it? Yeah. Yes, he does. The Washington Post wants him to release it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the um, the ring cameras there uh, uh, at the estate mm-hmm. were rolling all of the security stuff, and the FBI was asking them, "Turn those off, turn those off." And they're like, "Nah, we're gonna keep." Look, if you're not doing anything wrong, FBI, then why do you care if these cameras are rolling? Right. And so uh, I think it was Donald Trump Jr. who said, "Yeah, we're gonna release the, that footage uh, when we're good and ready to." Good. Cool. Good. Let's do this. Well, and you, they can't tell you to turn off your no. your ring security system. That's I mean, they scooped amazing. up literally everything. Yeah. And what, they returned his passports to him yesterday? Yeah. It just shows you. They were just in there to scoop it up and move it out, and we'll mm-hmm. tell you uh, what mm-hmm. you get back and when. Yeah. Oh. And they really think they're on to something here. They really think that they're going to be able to uh, get him charged with some kind of crime uh, from when he was in office. I, I mean, they really they are trying desperately 
to put him in jail. Desperately trying. Because they don't want to run against him, that's for sure. They Mm -hmm. don't want him running in 2024, whether it's Biden or whoever else. Or, you know, uh, douchebag from California. I I was... uh... I was talking with a friend of the program, Tim Young, last night, and uh, he said they won't stop till they get that perp walk. They want the perp walk. I think they that's want right. That yeah. Imagery. Yeah, and, I think that's and, true. And then you know, as Tim was saying to me, the symbolism of that to those that adore Donald Trump—that's <laughs> that's a bad moment in American history, mm-hmm. and we need to be extremely careful at this moment. Yeah, and that's what he's been saying. Hey, uh, you know, we got to turn down the heat here. What what can we do? That's how, a threat. That's how, a veiled threat. Help? Yeah, I veiled threat. Veiled threat. Veiled threat. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. He can't say anything that nope. isn't spun. Nope. All right. Uh, with the recent filings from the U.S. Supreme Court, <clears throat> it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. And they've been on the front lines fighting for your values. That's why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on a lot of Americans. But thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget. And they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service at a much lower price and you know that you've got a company that's fighting for the sanctity of life and religious freedom and your Second Amendment rights. So please, go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. What are you waiting for? Or call 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code PAT and get free activation. patriotmobile.com slash pat. Come join the movement and make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash pat or 972-PATRIOT. Gray. Uh, the media obviously has no agenda in reporting the FBI raid on Trump's home in Florida. No agenda whatsoever. Uh, check this out. Tell ABC News there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums. Sources say there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums. Sources also telling ABC News there's been a strong reaction from some extreme groups online, including QAnon and other groups. There's been a strong reaction to the raid mm. on extremists and QAnon-related forums, including those that were active before January 6th, including those that were active prior to January 6th, mm. including those that were active prior to January 6th. Involved in the January 6th insurrection. Including those that were active prior to the January 6th riot. Some have been calling for violence <laughs> and even a civil war. Some of them include Gosh, calls shakes. for violence civil and war. even a civil war. Nailed Some it. of them include calls for violence in online forums. <laughs> and even civil war. civil war. This was the top comment on the search on the pro-Trump site, The Donald, last night. Lock and load with references to a civil war. Talking very violently about civil war. Searches for civil war spiked. They're talking (laughs) about civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. This is the kind of violence. Nobody's talking about civil war. I mean, QAnon? Really? That's... (laughs) What is this QAnon nonsense? It's like a non-entity. How many QAnon members are there? How many QAnon 
believers are there? Oh, we got that one guy, you know, hanging out down there at the down at Dealey Plaza, right? Yeah, is he Char- queuing on? Char- no, the guy, what was his name? Charlie, or what, what was his code? Charlie's 56, which is light. Thank you, this guy. King is yeah. 41. <laughs> Freak is 41. Freak, oh, Freak's 41, sorry. Charlie Freak. Charlie Freak. AT&T Plaza. Right. What else do you need? Light King. King Light. King Light. You got it. <laughs> that's the guy. They're, that's basically the guy, effectively. The yes. Quoting. Yeah, that's him, and yeah. that's about it. I mean, you know, maybe there's a hundred of these people. I don't know. Are there a hundred of them? <sighs> these are the people who believe in the uh, the Pizzagate thing, where supposedly the Democrats were running a child porn ring out of the basement of that uh, of the ping pong pizza or whatever. Is that what it was? It was? Ping pong pizza. What was that place Galaxy Pizza? Uh, something like that. Hang on. I don't know. It was. Nah, I'm about to get flagged because I'm about to look up Pizzagate. <laughs> but they didn't even have a basement in the. And it was proven. <laughs> this is a place that was featured on on uh, Guy Fieri and his <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives. Uh, it was one of his places. Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Comet Ping Pong Pizza. <laughs> okay. So ridiculous. And a guy went in there with a with a gun and demanded to go downstairs and be shown. And That's right. There was no downstairs to show him. Oh no. Okay, look around. There's no downstairs. Okay? If you can find it, you can go down there. Go ahead and and free the children. <laughs> <laughs> Did we mess up your order, sir? I'm so sorry you're this upset. Uh, just asinine this QAnon nonsense. Jeez. But they won't they won't look at Antifa at all. And look at all the violent rhetoric from Antifa and BLM and all of those groups. And by the way, the groups that actually burned city streets down in 2020. You remember those? Uh they didn't care about any of that. Now all of a sudden violent rhetoric of <laughs> the violent rhetoric is so frightening. Uh <sighs> frustrating man oh my gosh it's frustrating uh but when you want to show that the uh fbi can be trusted mm. you know who to go to who's that you go to peter struck wait that guy who's the agent that was trying to get trump the very same yeah oh, and that's, he's gonna, that's where you go that's where you go to get trust peter struck. i've seen this man's texts <laughs> i don't trust him uh here he is on the uh, morning cup of postum <laughs> with joe and his main squeeze <laughs> The FBI makes mistakes. The church makes mistakes. People make mistakes. They screw up. Uh, should this be any reason uh, for Americans not trust that what the FBI and the DOJ are doing now is in pursuit of protecting classified documents? Well, Joe, absolutely the American public should oh, trust Joe, what the FBI is doing. You know, what's funny is I think absolutely, back Joe. the year and a half that I spent with the team looking at Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server, there was no concern. There was no outrage on behalf of any Republican as we used search warrants, as we went out and did a very invasive investigation to try and get to the bottom of what she did or didn't do. So it's not that the FBI is targeting any one side or the other. What you see is the FBI going out on the day-in-day-out basis, objectively investigating <laughs> allegations of law. Uh-huh. It just so happens uh-huh. that the only thing that tends to come up in the right-wing ecosphere, whether uh-huh. in the media or on the Hill or from President uh-huh. Trump, are those things where they take a personal affront because it directly impacts them. I can't. I mean, 
Shut up. <laughs> There's your authority, though. On, uh, I mean, the guy that's right down the middle. He investigated Hillary Clinton just as hard and and, and just as much as the FBI investigated uh, Donald Trump. Man, he tried to get her, but there was nothing. She was clean as a whistle. There was nothing to get on her. And now Republicans are all pissed off because they're looking at Donald Trump. Huh. And keep in mind, Joe Scarborough is an unbelievable conservative. He's one of the most conservative Republicans mm. in the world. Wow. Yeah. Incredibly conservative, that guy. Such a hardcore Republican. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, wow. I know that uh, this program has been harping on multiple times uh, overreaches and uh, illegalities of the FBI. In fact, we have an update on a story that, that I know that uh, is very important to you, Pat Gray. Mm. The safe deposit box story in uh, L.A.? Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, we have an update, yep. and, and this is how you can trust the FBI. When the FBI asked a federal magistrate judge for a warrant to seize the property of U.S. private vaults. Remember, the one in Los Angeles. They just went in, swooped in, took all of them. Took all of these uh, uh, boxes in the uh, the safe deposit boxes in in these vaults. It concealed uh, critical details about its plan for the hundreds of individually rented security deposit boxes at the Beverly Hills business. Evidence brought to light in a federal class action lawsuit filed by the Institute for Justice yeah, reveals. They've been on top of this, Institute for Justice. They revealed that the previously hidden history of the federal government's raid, which deliberately violated the constitutional rights of hundreds of people throughout Southern California. The government has a duty uh, to be honest with the court when it applies for a warrant under the Fourth Amendment, according to senior attorney Robert Frommer. But the FBI lied about its intentions. Lied. In claiming to be to only be interested in the property of the business and not the box holders. Ultimately, the lure of civil forfeiture turned these federal cops into robbers. Listen to this. For almost five years, the government investigated individual customers of the U.S. private vaults using the business as, in the words of one agent, a honeypot to target customers. However, the government shifted its focus to the company after deciding its initial approach was not effective. Oh, we're not getting enough yeah, uh, we're information not, here. Right, right. Uh-oh. As part of that shift in focus, in the summer of 2020, the government started planning to apply for search and seizure warrants against U.S. private vaults and its owners. One of those warrants was to seize U.S. private vaults' business property, including the Nest, a relatively worthless superstructure that held renters' safe deposit boxes. When the FBI applied for that seizure warrant in March 2021, its affidavit did not allege hmm? that the customers had done anything wrong. Wait, so their, their, their own little affidavit here didn't even didn't, allege wrongdoing. Right. And both the FBI and the United States Attorney's Office swore that agents would merely inventory box renters' property. Uh, That's all. We're just going to take inventory of it, and then we're just going to leave it right where it is. But if you don't allege they're doing anything wrong, why do you need to even do that step? I don't know. We just decided to do it so that we just, you know, cover all our bases here. That's this, this sounds, that's all we're doing. Sounds very similar to uh, <laughs> the Donald Trump situation in Florida. Yeah, doesn't it, though? So let's see their affidavit, but okay.
They promised the warrant would authorize the seizure of the nests of the boxes themselves, not their contents. Mm Mm-hmm. And that agents would pry no further than necessary to determine ownership. <laughs> okay. Huh, well, They're that sounds great. Lying to a federal judge for this warrant. But the FBI in the United States Attorney's Office failed to tell the judge that months before, they and other government agents agencies had already formulated plans to use civil forfeiture Listen. against customers' property. Listen to They this. already planned to take it. To seize everything. It's worse than that. It's insane. In fact, before the federal magistrate had even seen the warrant application, FBI officials had concluded they would use civil forfeiture against every asset in every customer's box that was worth over $5,000. Why $5,000? Yeah, why $5,000, Pat? Well, because uh, $5,000 is the FBI's minimum monetary threshold for forfeitures. In other words, the government testified that it planned to seize and administratively forfeit every box renter's property, so long as it thought it would make money on the deal. Yep. Yep. It planned this despite not knowing who those renters were, (laughs) what was in their boxes, or if they had committed any crimes. But you should trust the FBI because Peter Strzok told us to. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow, that is despicable Mm -hmm. un-american unconstitutional Mm -hmm. and just unconscionable i i I don't understand how this can be going on in the united states of america so what did they do they went in and and they took absolutely everything they took every single person's box out of there just confiscated their property and they don't have it back yet either no no none of those people did anything wrong uh, they were investigating the owners of the vault, but they just took everybody's property. Well, they realized that there was nothing there for that, and then they shifted the focus to the individuals and lied to the judge about it. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Why would you trust? I don't understand why anybody in America in 2022 trusts this government on any level whatsoever. Like, what about this government do you trust? I'm trying to remember the story. Was it 80 the safety deposit boxes? Was it 80 of them? I think it was. Seems like it was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there multiply 80 times, who knows what the average was. Uh, they didn't even bother if you didn't have more than $5,000 in there. So, I don't know. I don't know what it's, they took. It's absolutely enraging. It is. It is. Uh, I, I don't understand how it continues. And it's gotten, you know... Serious publicity lately. It's gotten a lot of coverage. And for some reason, nobody cares that you can just go and take people's American citizens' property. You can take their cash. You can take their jewelry. uh, You can take their, their valuables out of their safety deposit box and not give it back and not charge them with any crime or even think they've committed one. It doesn't matter. Not only do you not have to be convicted of a crime, you don't have to be charged with a crime in order for civil asset forfeiture to happen. I mean, I can't I can't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's Beverly Hills, so they're obviously wealthy and yeah. we can't have sympathy for anybody that makes more money than us. So that's probably part of it right there. They probably took millions of dollars worth of 
Um, Inventory. Let's see. $80 million in cash and tens of millions more mm-hmm. in gold, silver, jewelry, and other valuables. $80 million. $80 million in cash. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my gosh. And millions more in uh, other valuables. Here's a quote from uh, one of the victims. The victims of the federal government, uh, Jenny Pearson's. For months, the FBI held on to our precious medals and treated me and my husband like criminals. If we had not fought back, mm. we could have lost a significant part of our life savings forever. Our lawsuit can't turn the clock back and keep our rights from being violated, but we want to make sure the government never does this to anyone else and doesn't hold on to the records and photos of them. our private possessions. Wow. So did they get their money it back? It sounds like they did because I do remember wow. a few, and maybe she's maybe it's because she fought back. Maybe. Um, specifically. Most people are probably afraid. Uh-huh, we're still waiting. Most people are scared out of their mind to take on the FBI. They, they don't want to. And, you know, you shouldn't have to. You should not have to prove your innocence to get your property back. Uh, it's, it's outrageous that this keeps happening. Wow, $80 million in cash. How do you, how do you tell your kids mm. with a straight face? That you live in a free country. Well, you can't right now. You can't. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, some tweets. Uh, Wis- Wisdom Wheels eighty three tweets how would we hold joe biden joe biden accountable in a way he'd care about or mm. understand cut off his ice cream supply mm. well no you'd also have to cut off the pudding supply mm-hmm. in order to really have an impact in his life and the sniffable kids you want to keep them right That's little distance true. there that is true don't sniff them thank you from axis tech uh joe biden was right no one was helicoptered off the roof of the u.s embassy in afghanistan as they were in vietnam in afghanistan we just left them that's fair it is. I just saw a story yesterday, though, about uh, some special forces from the U.S. who went over there and rescued hundreds of yeah. people. Literally hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda Lilbert 10, civil asset forfeiture, because taking our taxes just isn't enough. Yeah, so they got to get hundreds of millions more. Well, actually billions. They make billions a year doing this. But they made probably over a hundred million in that one heist alone in Los Angeles. Yeah, in Beverly Hills when they when they took the uh, safety deposit boxes from people. Jeez, you had your life saving. I don't care how rich those people are. Right, that was their life savings, and they took eighty million in cash from them, plus millions more in in valuables. Yeah, tens of millions more. So it was well over a hundred million. I'm sure. Jeez. Uh, it's hard to believe. It just makes you ashamed uh, uh-huh. what's going on right now. That's the word. Uh, listen to this update regarding immigrants um, that Greg Abbott has bust <laughs> to New York City. I mean, This has been one of the feel-good I stories of the know, year, hasn't it? Oh, I know. I just love it. It's the story that keeps on giving. It's the policy that keeps on giving. And it's made up for, at least with me. It's made up for a lot of what Abbott did to piss me off. Yeah, and after Election Day, he better keep doing it, too. I think so, yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, so this from the New York Post. <laughs> <It's> fantastic. <laughs> uh, apparently, 
you know, these mayors are really pissed off that this is going on. But they're going from south of the border to the front of the line. The city rolled out the red carpet for a group of migrants at the Bellevue Men's Shelter who could be seen Thursday boarding a yellow school bus headed to a homeless assessment center in Brooklyn. (laughs) These 17 migrants (laughs) were escorted from Manhattan to their next accommodations while carrying identical, uh, brand-new black backpacks and wearing clothing that also appeared new. Oh, good, good. That's good. It's like back-to-school time for the migrants there. Right. (laughs) That's great. Because, you know, the... uh, It's on its way. Uh, oh, by the way, just yesterday, 2,200 more crossed the Texas border. Oh, that's cool. In the Del Rio area. Uh, 2,200. Okay. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one Daniel Reyes said he was from Honduras and had been at the shelter for around a month after arriving in the U.S. about a year ago. Mm. Reyes said eight uh, others, one from Colombia, one from Guatemala, and six from Venezuela, showed up at the shelter three days earlier. The gangs, no good. They come to the United States, he said in broken English. Okay. Oh, good, good. So he... The gangs come to the United States. <laughs> Thank no. you. No, they're just here... For, like, a better life and stuff? Right. Okay. Yeah, and to kill people. And to kill. Uh, the gangs. Yep. But local shelter dwellers at Bellevue griped that the migrants were getting VIP treatment compared to homeless Americans. Oh. This is the way it always is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another thing I just don't understand. We've all been waiting, uh, going through this process, and let me tell you, they're getting everything Real quick, said Ronald Francois, 55, a Navy veteran from Queens. Oh, no. They got more in four or five days than I got in 29. They're brushing us aside and giving preferential treatment to the illegals. There should not be one homeless veteran in this country. Right. That's for sure. The preferential treatment wasn't enough for some asylum seekers. Four people who braved trekking to the U.S.-Mexico border and across it got so fed up waiting for beds in New York City that they used charity money to head to Washington, D.C. Oh, okay, well, hey, that worked out. That worked out great. All right, sorry you don't like New York. <laughs> Go to D.C., whatever. My gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry that the, the, mm. the charity line for illegals isn't moving fast enough for you. Yeah, I'm sorry the giveaway lines uh, are not moving fast yeah. enough. Um, maybe we could get you some new tennis shoes. I don't know, some Air Jordans. And tell you what. Would that be good? Yeah, if we can't get it done fast enough, you should go and complain to your, ele- I was going to say your elected representatives, which, of course, they have no part in yet. Give, mm-hmm. give them a few months. Um, go to D.C. and complain. Tell Joe about it. Oh, that's what, mm. that's what, okay. Okay, all right, hold on. Let me think here. Greg Abbott, no more buses to New York City. It's cheaper for the state of Texas to just send them to D.C. It's a shorter mm-hmm. drive. Mm-hmm. And you dump all of them right there at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You say, wait right here. Wait, wait. Free stuff's coming. Just wait right here for a few months until you get a whole bunch that are just surrounded. Oh, this, is, this has to happen. Well, they are going. They, we are bussing them to 
uh, D.C. as well. I want them at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and I want them to surround the White House. And I want them yelling at the old man, where's my free crap? Oh, the visual. Let's do this, Greg. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all wait right here. Free stuff's coming. Now, New York says there's 4,000 that have been bussed there already. And they're freaking out. 4,000. That's that's a pretty good uh, that's a that's a pretty good effort How many on behalf of uh, the border yesterday that we know 2200. Okay. Yeah, 2200 in so, one day. So two days. One day. Less yeah, less than two days in Texas <laughs> is Mayor Adams' worst nightmare right yeah. now. Yeah. That's and by the way, that's one day in one segment. Yes, thank you. of the Texas border. Uh the Del Rio area. I mean there's I don't know how many sectors there are. There's a bunch uh, we should look into that because, uh, I mean, you know, it's probably five or 6,000, 10,000 a day coming into Texas alone. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Uh, let me tell you, by the way, about Birch Gold, as you looked that up, Keith. Uh, you know what's never good is when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Secretary... Uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen admitted recently there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. Yeah, that that's your job, Putin. That's your job. Uh, you know who did understand the real threat of impl- inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401ks or IRAs into gold. Physical gold. And it's not too late for you to take action. Text PAT to 989-898. Get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, uh, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, Text PAT to 989-898 and get real help from Birch Gold today. Again, that's text PAT to 989-898 for your free no-obligation info kit on protecting your savings with gold. Pat Gray. Hey, Pat. There There are nine sectors. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Big Bend, Del Rio, El Centro, El Paso, Mm. Laredo, Rio Grande, uh, San Diego, Tucson, and Yuma. Mm. There you go. So nine sectors along our border with Mexico. And as you look at the numbers from year to year, month to month, just all (laughs) positive numbers. uh, Some increases as high as 239% increase, uh, 584% increase. Uh, and Yuma, my gosh, it's just insanity. Avocados from Mexico. <laughs> there you go. What? And more than avocados are coming across. <laughs> yeah. Way more than avocados. Oh, I wonder what would stop some of those avocados from Mexico. The big, beautiful wall. Oh, yeah? You the like big, that? beautiful wall would stop them. But of course, yeah. uh, we're only building one section of the wall. Where was it that, that Biden was going to put yeah. up a wall? Yeah, it's um, it's, uh, it's in Arizona. It's because Mark Kelly right. is facing re-election. Right. And there might be one other one. It might be a Democrat congressman who was like, Joe, I am trying to get re-elected. 
Help but me out here. It's only happening where Democrats are facing a challenge this November. And I guarantee you, amazing. on November 9th, the trucks and the walls and the supplies are going home. Oh, yeah. They're like, all right, we'll see you next election year. Yep. They'll just drop it all and leave it there on the ground and let it rot. Yep. Let it rust. You've already paid for it. All that steel will just rust and become part of the earth eventually. <laughs> That's poetic. A thousand years down the road. <laughs> uh, it's it's agonizing. It really is agonizing. This is great, though. NASA is planning another moonshot, hmm. which excites me not at all. What do you mean? Well, we've done this, I don't know, what, 50 years ago? Oh, I would have thought you liked this. <laughs> uh, it's, You're over it's it. like, I, can, look, can we go somewhere else? We've already been to the moon. Let's... Let's go a little bit further than that this time. We've been to the moon. Mm. How many trips? Like, I think <laughs> eight? Were there eight Apollo missions that made it to the moon? I believe so. And so 16 people, I think, have been to the moon. And now we're making a big deal out of the fact that we're going to launch an unmanned mission to the moon. Our first moon landing since the last Apollo mission in 1972. 1972! 50 that is years ago. Unbelievable. Isn't that crazy? Six missions have landed humans. Oh, six. Yeah. It's not eight. Okay, so 12 have been to the moon. Artemis 1 is an uncrewed test flight. The flight will feature the first blast-off of the Space Launch System rocket, which will be the most powerful in the world. The rocket is scheduled to launch from Florida's Kennedy Space Center August 29th. This program kicked off in 2017. So far, it has only cost us about $40 billion. What the original... Look this up. What was the original moonshot? What did that cost us? Because we just had an estimate that... I mean, we've blown way past the spending already for uh, every major program. I don't know, since the 60s. Uh combined has been surpassed by joe biden's spending do you, does it yeah okay i've got have, the, okay I've got the original the, moonshot you have a guess i don't i no idea 10 okay. 10 billion okay so here's here i'm gonna tell you the cost okay and then i'm gonna tell you what the inflation adjusted is all right and that number will be more <laughs> shocking the gap between those numbers will be more shocking than than the cost here uh 49.4 billion for the space program, oh, okay. Between uh, just just to get to the moon, right? Okay. All right. And then adjusted for inflation, that would have been, that forty nine billion would be forty eight or four hundred and eighty two billion today. Oh my gosh! Ten times from the sixties till now, it's ten times the price. What were we just talking about before the show? Wow. It was like the fifty first anniversary of Nixon taking us off the gold standard. Yeah, right. And ta da! And boy, right. the promises Tricky Dick made during that mm. little speech. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's when it all started to unravel. So anyway, there you go. Uh, so almost half a trillion dollars in inflation-adjusted money, <laughs> right? Yeah. And this is costing us $40 billion. All right, well then that's a bargain. What the heck? Oh, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Don't a say that. bargain. No, I want to go back to your original premise. <laughs> $49.4 <laughs> We got a man on the moon. On the moon, yeah. In a matter of just a few years. Right. We've spent right. $40 billion now. Yes, and, and we've got nothing for it. We got nothing to show for it. Elon Musk is doing more in space than NASA. Yes, 
So Artemis 1 is part of NASA's long-term moon-to-Mars program. The agency hopes to send astronauts to our planetary neighbor. Get this. Mm. Oh, no. Within 20 years. Pat, what happened to 2026? Right. They, they were saying a few years ago, oh, yeah. we're going to Mars, and by 2026, we'll land a man on, on Mars. Yep. Now it's 20 years down the road? My gosh. This is just like the Unreal. World Trade Center, man. It, yes, it is. It's, it's, we, there <laughs> yes, is, it is so much red tape, foot dragging, uninspired motivation. We have no leadership. Yep. And things take forever. They yep. cost so much more when, it, like I said, it's just like the World Trade Center rebuilding that. It's a different mm-hmm. time now, and mm-hmm. it's maddening. As we said at the time, the Empire State Building took 11 months to build. 11 months. The steel still warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they were putting it up. Because <laughs> it had gotten to, from Pittsburgh to New York that quickly. That is awesome. And now, and the World Trade Center Tower took 11 years to finally get done. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. What You know, we're better than this. Mm-hmm. We're better than this. It's just amazing that we nobody has really given us that vision that hey, we're we're going to be explorers again and we're going to get to Mars. And we're going to get to Mars by 2030. We're going to do it in this decade. We could we could do it as Americans. We did it in the 60s. We can't do it in the 2020s. It's crazy. That's just nuts. It's sad, man. It's really sad. And by the way, uh, recent severe rains in Death Valley flushed debris across roadways, damaged infrastructure, and carried away cars. And this storm is being described by meteorologists and park officials as a once-in-a-thousand-year event. Once-in-a-thousand years? Wow. The storm poured an amount of water equal to roughly 75% of the average annual total in just three hours. So that's a lot. Hundreds visiting and working in Death Valley National Park were marooned and all the roads were impassable for a while. Now the waters have receded, leaving behind thick layers of mud and gravel. But those who were stranded were able to exit the park earlier this week, aided by park service personnel. Okay, so what kind of records did they break? Uh, none. Hmm? They didn't break any records. And yet they're calling it a 1,000-year event? I'm sorry, you can't. It can't be a 1,000-year event when it didn't even break a modern-day record. Man, they <laughs> are throwing around these phrases lately. Yeah, they are. It is wild. Yep. Maybe you should look into the definition of a 1,000-year event. It feels like an agenda is at play, Pat. Sure does, doesn't it? It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blades. Got a few tweets here. Uh, Joe's cheat sheet card. Smart Alex. Uh, (laughs) In all fairness, the illegals should go to New York. At least there, they can legally vote in the local elec- elections. Yeah, they're trying, right? So they can make it what they want it to be. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, that hurts, man. Makes sense. Uh, who's your volunteer? Isn't it 
possible for the New York mayor to place all these incoming immigrants into the homes and apartments of all those New Yorkers fleeing for Florida and other red states? Wow, that's true. Magpies of the coven. Uh, illegal immigrants certainly do have elective representatives. They're called Democrats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well played. Comrade Snoobage. Texas should also send the illegal aliens to Biden's Delaware beach house. Mm. Oh, I'd love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeffy's Lester Holt tramp stamp. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's the greatest handle. <laughs> I keep warning my circle that one day they'll just seize our investment accounts. Mm. For the good of the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally believable yeah. at this point. Sure is. I, I Would anything surprise you after all that's been going on lately? Wouldn't surprise me. No, nothing would, honestly. Uh, Megan in Utah. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. Hey, all this, all this civil asset forfeiture garbage has got my blood boiling because I grew up in Southern California and we... My mom was a big collector of Native American things. Legally, we collected arrowheads. She had pots and everything. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. Moved to Utah. My brother was a bit of a yahoo. Anyway, he got arrested for digging on BLM land for Native American art- artifacts. Okay. So the FBI came and raided my parents' home, took everything, all her original stuff that we had from California, she had all displayed mm. beautifully. Took it all. We never saw it again. They said, no, you can't prove that this isn't the stuff that your son. My gosh. So this was yeah. quite a while ago, right? This was. Yeah. This, yeah. Was, this was 20 years ago. Jeez. And we never saw a thing. I mean, she had the most beautiful collection. And it was obviously different. And different they, types of Native Americans. They were never, they they were never charged with any crime. No, not my parents. They t- they arrested my brother. Yeah, but not your parents. And yet yeah. they confiscated no, no. their property. Yes. And never yeah. got it back. That is incredible. Never got it. They never saw anything. Wow. So my trust with any of that <laughs> was gone years ago. But oh, that I'll was, bet. you know, Utah, and I'm just, and now it's just out of control. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Of- absolutely. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Megan. Parents, we, yeah. Oh, was that, are you still there? Well, I am. I Go just ahead. Want to say my parents, I'm sorry, they actually, that's when their health really declined. And I believe in people passing from broken hearts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an awful. Uh, that's awful really experience. sad. Yeah, really, really sad. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks Thank for the you call. Guys. You bet. Man. Um, unbelievable. Wow. So many of those stories. And 20 years ago, I'd never heard of this 20 years ago, but obviously it was going on back then. And it's just gotten worse since. What was the worst year? Uh, it was was it twenty fifteen? We just had this uh, chart the other day yeah, that, that was showed year. it was um, it, there. There was more civil asset forfeiture mm-hmm. than uh, than loss from burglaries. Robbery, yeah, burglaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you break it down like that, I'm just looking for that. So the government sure. had stolen more from uh-huh. the American people uh-huh. than burglars had. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. And it happened several years yeah. in a row. There's, It's gone up back and forth between mm-hmm. the two. But, 20, I mean, 2014 was the biggest gap. 2014. Yeah. Okay. We're five, over $5 billion from forfeiture and three-point-something on burglary. Now, last year, or the last year that we have, which was, was it 2019? 
uh, that it's still over $3 billion yeah. in civil asset forfeiture taken. And so over the years, I mean, it exceeds, I don't know, what is it, $30 billion or something? Yeah, and let me just try to get this chart to show up here. But um, to your point about you don't remember this happening, this chart you're looking at that I'm about to show you spans from 2004 to 2014. Mm-hmm. And the red line is forfeiture. And so early on in 2004, it's less than a billion dollars. By the time you get to 2014, it's over $5 billion in a year. Look at that. So there you go Look to your that. point of you don't remember this happening. It sure has exploded in the last 10, 15 years. It's just madness, man. And still nothing's been done about it. It's 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 not due How's process. It it's not rule of law. Yeah, it no, is, it's in, not. It's, ro- it's theft. The government is stealing from the Amer- American people. Just like they took uh, Megan's parents' uh, arrowheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's those can be really valuable. Plus, you know, they're just really cool. And it's theirs. It's not the government's. You've got no business taking it. <clears throat> it's outrageous. Really outrageous. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. At the University of Alabama. It's <laughs> Sorority Rush Week. All right, yay! And this guy wants to be accepted into a sorority. This guy is. Uh, who can blame him? <laughs> you know. Hey y'all, it's Grant. Today <laughs> is day five of Alabama Rush, and it is the first day of Sisterhood Around. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. I cannot wait um so i'm gonna give you guys an ootd and yeah so my shirt is my dress is from hello molly thank you so much hello molly love you somebody sponsored this like that great this thing is from what is this an influencer shoes are from shin and my ring is from graduation oh not again that is so funny and not really. The cat, the cat really wasn't. In front That's of the, it. So but it wish me luck today. Funny, and actually. Thank you so much. Wait. Don't and get my makeup oh, gosh. is oh. done by Go away. me again. Wow. Okay. Okay. So obviously. Ooh, are they going to accept him into the sorority? Uh, 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 update. Okay. Um, all of the sororities at the University of Alabama said <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Goodbye. How dare they? Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are they going to be okay? Or <laughs> they're probably going to be now punished. Yes, by they the are. Dean. Yeah, I'll bet they are. Good for them, though. Good for them. Thank you. Uh-huh. A sorority mm-hmm. is for women. Yeah, that's uh, typically how it goes. Yeah, right. Um, I think a fraternity is for men. <laughs> so I would like to revisit the cat. Walking in front of the camera that you weren't yeah, amused by. Not funny. Okay, maybe not funny, funny uh-huh. but helpful because just for a moment there, we didn't have to see him. So it was trying to do us a favor, <laughs> the cat was. Yeah. But uh, I can't believe there, there's some other girl in that video, if you see in the mirror. Somebody else is totally fine with like, yep, I'm a part of this mental illness and promoting there's an it. an actual yep. girl in there? You could just see in the reflection of the mirror, whoever oh, was like I didn't see in that. the room with the dude. Yeah. It's like, it's don't such a, encourage this. It's such a weird time. Such a weird time and such a dangerous time. I mean, he might be harmless, you know, because maybe he's not into girls. I I, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You gotta be a chick, right? In fact, there, you know, you know, you know that the school is gonna make a sorority include him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'll bet they will. How do I Google this? I'll Dude bet they wants will. to be 
I don't even know. I don't know. Tran. I have no idea. Sorority Tran. Oh, Alabama. I should try that. Let's see if there's another update. Yeah, because there will be. There'll be a press release today. In the spirit of inclusiveness, we encourage our. It'll yeah. be nudge or shove. insist. Mm-hmm. It might start encourage, but it'll wind up insist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be nudge shove. Yep. Whatever the whole thing is there. Alabama. Let me just make sure there's not a, a further update here. Uh, biological male, 15 hours ago. Let's see. Uh, right now, as it, uh, uh, his name is Grant Sykes. He's even trying to sound like a chick. <laughs> Here's the headline. Trans student Grant Sykes claims she was dropped by every single sorority during Bama Rush. Okay. Uh, not a she. Um, <laughs> let's see. Advocates helping trans. The name is Grant. <laughs> I, I mean, if the name was Debbie and there had been some surgery done... Maybe you go ahead and say, okay, uh, change the pronouns, but it's a dude, right? It's not, is he even pretending to be? Listen to this. <laughs> Unfor- this, is, this, is, this is the dude talking, Grant. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this chapter is closed. This recruitment journey is over for me. Being dropped by my last house this morning during primary recruitment at the University of Alabama doesn't come as a surprise considering out of the almost 20 chapters, I was dropped by every single one except two before day one. Like they, they said, don't even show up, bro. That's great. 18 of them said, or whatever it was. That is great. So I'm hopeful of a future where everyone is welcomed for just being themselves. Start your own fraternity. Yeah. Or try. Yes. Or, or you can call whatever. Try. I don't care. Go to a frat house. See if you can get into one of those. Oh, they'd love you over there. Um, I'm just making sure here. That There's probably LGBTQQIA2 plus frats on, uh, or sororities. At least clubs that could yeah, become something. fraternities if they want to. There's got to be something um, at Alabama. I'm just trying to make sure. I'm just seeing. I'm following up here. I don't see that the school has intervened or said anything. So hopefully. Maybe this- they won't. This is over. Be great. All wouldn't, right. Wouldn't that be a well, release? He's, he's saying it's over. Which is, I, I actually appreciate that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, congratulations on that, Grant. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, wow, yesterday we played the Anne Heche video <clears throat> where she had crashed into the house <clears throat> and the firefighters were putting her into the ambulance to take her to the hospital and she got up. <clears throat> she sat up on the gurney. Look at this. There it is right there. And wow, she's fighting back. She wants off that thing. Yeah, I mean, she was not in a coma. Uh-huh. And so, Pat had ticky tacky, puff puffs, <laughs> sent us this tweet. <laughs> uh, check out that Anne Hache video again. There's a second stretcher curbside, and Anne is covered like she's deceased at first. That's interesting. Weird stuff. Let's Let see, me uh, see that at the beginning. Yeah. Like, where's Where, her head? Stop it for a sec. Look at that. She was completely covered up. Did you notice that? Try to pause Go it just before bit. that, Rob. Rob, if you Is can. Is that a body bag? Okay. It was wow. Like, watch this. Watch this. Yeah, she's, she's completely, completely enclosed. Yes. What is happening? And she bursts out like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. And she comes out of, yeah, she really did. Okay, now pause it there. Pause it there, Rob, because check that out. To Tiki Tiki oh, Puff Puff's uh, point. My gosh. Okay, you got another so gurney there. Weird. Why are there two? I, I, I have no idea. I mean, it could have been that somebody set it up and didn't realize it was one already out. It's probably a 
totally why, reasonable explanation. Why was she covered as if she was dead, though? Like, yeah. they're taking out a corpse, and she has to burst out of that, like, wait, I'm alive! Okay, counterpoint. Hello? Yep, yep, I'm with you. Uh, uh, Dr. Bellows uh, sent me this note uh, through Twitter. Uh, for patients that were in a fire, if they have breathed in any of that heat or smoke into their lungs, the ER team will go ahead and uh, intubate them to protect the airway. Because oftentimes the airway will get inflamed and swell, choking off air supply, and it's practically impossible to intubate at that point. Sounds like they intubated and then he put, you know, put her under general anesthesia, a coma, to protect the airway. What I don't mm. get is I read she had a brain uh, brainstem damage. Sure didn't look like it on that gurney. No, it didn't. So he's trying to help the 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 the, the conventional wisdom in this right. the, the narrative, and then he's like, "But that didn't look like a brainstem injury. You're sitting up trying to get off the gurney. This is the weirdest thing, dude. It is because the original stories, like you read yesterday, were that she was in stable condition. Talking to firefighters, it went from stable to dire to she's going to die at any second. Yep, and she did. I guess they <laughs> unplugged the. Because when machine I machine and she was done Sunday night when I did a news search after they pulled the plug I just typed in Anne H whatever and stuff and it said six days ago stable condition four days ago critical wow two days ago very critical tonight yeah we pulled the plug if we got all our organs we needed you might want to uh, take a second look at that hospital if that's <laughs> what happens to the patients because I don't want to wind up there I'll tell you that yeah that she got worse instead of better at the hospital. Apparently, and don't forget that witness Dang. who who seemed really shook. Uh, I I didn't send this into Nate, but he was like that. She looked. She was very much alive very much when alive. I walked away from the crash yeah, scene. Maybe not fine, right? But very much alive and looked like she was going to make it. Strange, really strange. So strange. All right, uh, it might still be really hot, and it is. Uh, <laughs> But fall, they tell us, is just around the corner. Uh, so get ready for cooler months. Get ready for the midterm elections and the pumpkin spice latte season and football season, which is just around the corner. With new limited edition socks from The Blaze, they're really comfortable. They're fun to show off to your conservative friends. And uh, there's only one catch. Just like Joe Biden's grip on reality, these socks are for a limited time only. They're going to be gone by the 22nd. So kick leftism where it hurts and get Blaze Media's conservative socks today featuring Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump and Glenn and all kinds of uh, really fun and uh, and funny topics. You're going to love these. Go to blazesocks.com. Get them before they're gone. Uh, use the promo code BLAZESUB to get 20% off your purchase. BLAZESUB. To get 20% off. So go to blazesocks.com and use the promo code BLAZESUB for 20% off. Pat Gray Unleashed. A couple of tweets here. Vern Lundquist tweets, The desire to go to the moon almost seems like, you know, that we never went there in the first place. Did we forget how to do it? <clears throat> Is that what we're trying to figure out? Hey, does anybody find the plans from 1969? <laughs> I can't find them. I mean, if you when you look back at that stuff, it looks so ancient, so archaic. Uh, all of the you know the gigantic computers that are sitting on desks that are you know bigger than people's walls, and uh, and then you look inside like the lunar land- lander, and it 
Yeah. Looks like something from the medieval times. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a replica to today. at a children's museum in Atlanta when I was a kid. And even as a kid, I remember getting inside that thing and being like, so small. This is like tiny. What is the so deal? So small. It, okay. So, but those archaic computers and mm-hmm. walls, of, you know, whatever, that got us to the moon. But yet, look at the technology but, we have today. And, and we can't do it. We're like, oh, we'll get there within 20 years. <laughs> well, Mars within 20 years. But they don't re. re- they, I guess they're going to launch one this fall and it's going to be unmanned and it should land on the moon. Woo! Woo! It's it's like we're starting over. I, it is. We're it sending unmanned. I don't know why. Whatever, man. I, just, I know. That's why I just can't get really, you know, hyped mm-hmm. up about it. I know that they're going to use the moon as a launching place for going to Mars. Oh yeah, a little halfway point. But or whatever. You know, yeah. But let me know when you have a base on on the moon and then I'll get excited. <laughs> 20 years to land on Mars. That's incredible. Yeah. Jimmy Dimples tweets, the University of Alabama sororities have more stones than that applicant, or possibly the dean or other higher-ups. Uh-huh. Uh, from Swank Think, why try that at Alabama? Go to Berkeley or Evergreen. It'd be fine there. Yeah, that's that's really true. You think if, if that person, that guy, wanted to be oh. in a sorority at UC Berkeley, of course they'd say, oh, you're welcome at any number of sororities. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with that tweet completely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yuki Attack tweets, I don't know who needs to hear this, but most women are wearing jeans and a t-shirt. If you want to look mm-hmm. like a woman, may I suggest jeans and a t-shirt. Maybe sweatpants and a stretched out shirt with messy bun uh-huh. if you're going to Walmart. Rob is uh, going through the catalog of pictures of Blake up there. and uh, What's his name? Grant. Grant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can stop. You know, mm-hmm. we don't need any more. I'd rather just have the cat in front of the camera picture for the next five minutes. Oh, there he is. Stop it. Okay, we got it. Jeez. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. If you'd like something a little more enticing, Mm. you might try uh, heading to kexi.com. K E K S I Kexi. K E K. S I. K E K S I. We have this new movie theater cookie. With popcorn in it, caramel popcorn, pretzels. Oh, it's so delicious. Bro. You gotta try it. That is you really I would have like to try, try it. it. Is there is there like as a matter of fact, I, I did bring some samples in today. So we'll have to get those in here. Um, but but you can get a box of six, a box of eight, a box of twelve, whatever you want. Um, and we take care of the shipping. Mm. And so uh, go to kexi.com. Really delicious, delicious cookies. Mm. Uh, yesterday, over the weekend, we had to drain our pool because, uh, <laughs> I don't know, everything's gone wrong since we tried to sell our house. Oh, no. Yeah, so everything everything has to be fixed. Everything has to be uh, changed or fixed in some way. And So we had to drain this pool. How do you do that? You have to pull you get it a pump, out. Like, pull, a pump. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, you got to pump it out. That's... And because I thought the drain at the bottom of the pool, you just open that up somehow and it goes out. Goes out in the ocean? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know where it winds up. I don't know. Uh, it magically just pours out somewhere. No, no that's not really a drain. Uh, so, oh, okay. yeah. So you got to pump it out. Uh huh. And then you got to refill it, obviously. 
Um, but our chemicals were all out of whack, and mm-hmm. it was messing up the sides of our pool and stuff. And so the only way you could do it is to drain it and refill it. And Sounds like a process. You know how you refill it with your water hose, with your hose, with your garden hose. How long is that That's take? You, oh, my gosh, a long. It started yesterday at about noon. Oh, no. We weren't even halfway by the time I left for work this morning. So it's just been going all night? All, yeah, the whole time. (laughs) Just running like crazy. Uh, How much do you think the uh, water bill is going to be next month? Oh, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be. You got to come here and tell us the percentage increase. All right. (laughs) I will. I will. Because it's 45,000 gallons. Yeah. That's a lot. And I, uh, that weighs 373,000 pounds. Our pool. In fact, if you were to dig a little bit deeper, you'd wind up in Shanghai, China. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. With Nancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my connection. That's my connection to the Chinese right now. So, so your house is uh, uh, fighting back. Yeah. You're going nowhere. I mean, it's just it's such a hassle, and we talk about this all the time. We've got a real estate agent I trust coming up here in a few Mm -hmm. minutes, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, it is so important to have a good realtor who can tell you what to do. Cause I, I don't want to do any of it. Mm. Of course, I don't even want to move, but, um, <laughs> my wife is, you know, it's too big now and there's yeah. just the two of us. So what well, you were telling me off the air and I was fascinated by this, that when you drain your pool, you have to quickly mm. fill it back up or else it'll crack. Right. Yes. Like, yeah, because it's used to having that yeah. pressure of 373,000 pounds of water in it. And so when there's nothing in there, yeah, stuff starts to happen. Like, it comes, he, the pool guy said it literally comes out of the ground for a while. Oh. Oh. That's not that's good. Weird. It just feels wrong. Uh-huh. It does, doesn't it? So I, I am interested to see what your water bill is. I know <laughs> that around the country, uh, electric bills are just... Ridiculous. Uh, I... <laughs> Got an electric bill that was almost twice as high as my highest in the 10 years that I've lived in that house. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I noticed there was a little note enclosed in my electric bill that talked about, yep, the cost per kilowatt hour has, well, almost doubled. And then I went and I looked at the, the neighborhood app, you know, or the next door app or whatever. Yeah. And people are talking about how... It's even higher in other parts of Texas. So I went from four four cents to seven and a half. Some people are paying eleven cents. Oh my gosh! Pat Ray. Uh, somebody tweeted that I can request a rate concession from the energy company. Yeah, a lot of helpful tips coming in or here. Or from the water company, that'd have to be. Yeah, the water company, yeah. Uh, Pat can call the water company and request a rate concession one time per year for filling a pool. I don't know what that oh, means. I is didn't know a, that. Is that a lower rate? Um, other oh, people I'm suggesting that if look you need into that. to drain the pool fast, you could have Jeffy jump in. Right. You could have Jeffy drink from a giant straw. Okay. Um, you can call the fire department, uh-huh. tell them to put out a fire in your pool that you already put out, but go ahead and dampen it anyway so it doesn't rekindle. <laughs> Uh-huh. So a lot of helpful tips coming yeah, in very here helpful. at Pat Unleash on Twitter. Because, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot at 45,000 uh, gallons, oh my. which I looked up, and it weighs 373,000 pounds or 15 pounds less than Jeffy. Uh, so, <laughs> um, How many Jeffys does your pool weigh? Uh, one. Not quite one. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not quite. Not quite one. 
Wow, that's... Like, it's, like I told you, it's 15 pounds under what Jeffy weighs. Uh-huh. When it's so. completely full. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> right now, it's way under what Jeffy weighs. So... <laughs> it's kind of weird. Uh, good luck, man. I, I am I'm terrified for your water bill. Uh, me too. Me you, too, but I'm going to check into that concession you, thing. Do you want me to email you a reminder right now? Yeah, would you? I'll do it right now. Capri Sun has recalled thousands of pouches. Possible cleaning solution contamination. Wait. You put cleaning solution into the Capri Sun instead of juice? How does this stuff happen? I don't know. How does that this happen? so bizarre. This isn't the first story. Remember we had the thing where they were like, uh, it was in Alaska, and they said, oh yeah, sorry, we thought it was like the milkshake, but it was glue, or something, we thought it was milk, but it was glue. Ugh. I just... What? I Kraft Heinz. I didn't know Kraft owned Heinz. Huh. Mm. Which manufactures the child-centric drink has issued an official recall of 5,760 cases of Capri Sun that they say might be contaminated with a cleaning solution used at one of their production plants, which could have gotten into the product. How? According to KH, that's uh, Kraft Heinz. For those in the know. To those in the know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I I hang around him too often. (laughs) Just like everybody else. The problematic batch in question <laughs> is tied to their wild cherry flavor. And it's hard. We, I mean, my kids and grandkids yeah. drink Capri Sun like crazy. <sighs> but they say it's hard to tell where exactly the possibly contaminated cases might have gone. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, we don't know how to track this stuff. Reports of consumers complaining about the taste supposedly prompted an investigation. So Kraft is pumping the brakes and telling their customers to refrain from poking into any of the cherry Capri Suns for a bit. If the cleaning solution did make it in, it was totally inadvertent. Well, I hope so. I know. Anytime we poison our product, <laughs> it's by accident. I promise. What a strange comment. Isn't it? Yeah, we didn't do this on purpose. A lot of times, you know, we'll put cleaning solution in there on purpose. This wasn't one of those times. <laughs> it's, yeah. We just happened to have the cleaning solution right by where we keep the mix and somebody bumped into it, and it fell in there, and ah, we thought, oh, well. What can you do? Well, what are you going to do? Let's just send it out. <laughs> <laughs> no one will notice. Oh, crap, they're noticing. Customers can return any problematic cases uh, to the point of purchase, of course, for refunds. Mm. Mm. Dang. How does it, in the year 2022, I don't get it. I really don't get it, how that could possibly happen. Cleaning solution. I don't know how in any year that can happen. I know. <laughs> I know. That's just weird, dude. Uh, so the farmers are still protesting all around the world. The Dutch farmers are protesting. Canadian and Australian farmers are protesting. They've also protested in uh, India now. Yeah, not hearing a lot of coverage uh, of all these farmer protests, are we? No, we're not. But here's what's going on. Oh, okay. This is, uh, I believe, in India. Yeah. That. Wait, hold on. Is that really a protest? Because wow, you can still drive through. Yeah, you're you doing could it drive wrong. <laughs> you're doing that wrong, guys. <laughs> okay. Then in Spain, mm-hmm. here's what's going on. Oh, a bunch of tractors mm. out there. Yeah, and they're going really slow. <laughs> Go faster. You're trying to get to work. Is this uh, 
<laughs> is this making you happy with well, the farmers well, or not happy? Well, with they the still farmers? have the other lane available. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh no, he gets know. to the end. He's like, oh crap. Yeah. So they can. All right, they're blocking traffic. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those obnoxious things. But they're making their point, I they're guess. Making their point. Yep. <clears throat> in Oregon, another food processing plant went up in flames. <laughs> I don't know how many this is. Maybe sixty in the last year and a half. Oh, at least no, hundred. No, it's in yeah. the hundreds, isn't yeah. it? Uh-huh. One hundred and fifty, one hundred and sixty. Uh, but uh, check this out, firefighters. Fire is burning at the Pendleton Flour Mills Company in okay. Eastern Oregon. Uh-huh. The Pendleton Police How'd Department says it reignited from a smaller Listen fire that started last night. These incredible pictures were put out by the police department's <laughs> Facebook page about five hours ago. They say the worst of the fire is over, uh-huh. and they are monitoring hotspots. Of course, we'll update you here on air and on Coin.com. Oh, I love Coin. We get more Coin Channel Six. Mm. That's my favorite. So, so they had a little fire. Uh huh. They put it out. Yeah. And then they go home and they're like, "All right, we got everything taken care of." And by the way, no mention of how it started. Right. And then a bigger one starts. Why did it? Why did the first one start? Uh huh. And then how did it flare up like in, after you put it out? Why? What Let's is see. going on? Let's see here. Somebody's got to do an investigative piece. Is there no curiosity? No intellectual curiosity at all. In American journalists who are who are seeing these scattered reports of food processing plants burning up all over the country, and nobody's curious as to why, what's going on, what's happening there, huh? Um, here's a fire chief quote: um, "All signs point to the massive structure as a total loss. The silos were full Jeez. capacity of finished grain, so the fire oh fuel gosh. is extreme." Okay, well that's gonna suck. Oh my. For the food supply? Yeah. Yeah, and they don't really even mention that. Oh, and by the way, mm-hmm. you know, you might want to stock up on some uh, food between now and the end of the year. I mean, between all of these food plants going up, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. we don't even mm-hmm. have to be conspiratorial, for right. whatever reason, with all these food plants going up and so many angry farmers, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like a good recipe. I don't think it does. No, but again... It hasn't piqued the curiosity of anybody in the news divisions God. across this country. Ah, oh, it's amazing. It's not good. Oh. Uh, there used to be uh, an organization called uh, Sixty Minutes that would be curious about stuff like this, <laughs> but I guess not. And Andy Rooney. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. Um, but thankfully, as Americans. We all grow food mm-hmm. in abundance in our backyards, mm-hmm. so we're well prepared for oh yeah right for any kind of disruption sure. whatsoever. Sure, so no it's really question. kind of a non-story. Maybe that's why the media is not covering it. Also, the army has just seven weeks to meet its recruitment targets this year, um, <laughs> but everything's fine because they're already <laughs> with seven weeks left. They're already fifty-two percent of the way there. No, oh. so they only have forty-eight percent left to fill. And this is a years-long quota that they're trying to cram wow. in here at the end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christine Warmoth told NBC News, she's the Army Secretary, that the Army has recruited only 52% of its goal for fiscal year 22 and is expected to be short by as many as 15,000 recruits. We are right now at about 52% of the mission that we had originally set for ourselves, so we've got a ways to go, you think? And obviously... 
We've only got about a month or so until the fiscal year ends. Mm-hmm. I would say we're going to be about <clears throat> twelve to 15,000 recruits short this year. Yeah, I would say you probably will be. The Wait. current fiscal year will end <laughs> yeah. on September 30th. The Army had initially sought to add 60,000 active duty enlistments, but has since downsized that target amid dismal recruiting uh, shortfalls. So that quote is wrong. She said we're 52% of the way to our original mission goal. Yeah. yeah. Not if you've lowered the threshold of what you're trying to get to. Well, that's true. Now, yeah. I haven't done the math to see where she's getting there, but... Uh, so they've lowered the, the their their goal, mm-hmm. and they're still way behind. The goal was initially 485,000 total troops, and they recently lowered that number to 476. So they lowered the goal, and they're still 48% short? No, you're probably over 50% short. That's yeah. pretty amazing. It's not good. <clears throat> I You know, it's surprising to me that their uh, <laughs> recruitment efforts are falling short of inspiring people to join up. Mm. I mean, what they've shown you that <clears throat> they don't mind if you have, say, uh, trans parents or if you're trans yourself yeah. or, you know, you lead an alternative alternative lifestyle. Oh, that's fine. They want you in the U.S. Army. But that, uh, I guess that, that tactic's not working. But, I mean, who well. wouldn't want to roll up their sleeves to get this... <clears throat> Um, wonderful COVID vaccine injected into your body so mm-hmm. that you could defend the uh, orders of a Marxist regime under the inspiring leader of Joe Biden. Right. I mean, he's awesome. <clears throat> yes. yes. I'm, he I'm is. surprised that not more people are signing up. <laughs> Me too. He's good. Me too. I mean, have you forgotten this powerful uh, statement from will him? Enhance our underlying effort uh-huh. to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their, their take their their take ill-begotten their gains. Ill-begotten gains. <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. We're going to accommodate. We're going to seize their yachts, yeah. their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. Have you forgotten how inspiring that man is? That's the word that comes to mind. Inspiring. Yeah. For sure. Powerful and inspiring. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Uh, selling a home or buying a home, <clears throat> both of those are really stressful processes. And that's why you need a real estate agent who's going to come in and help you take charge of the situation. If you need to replace you know, the countertops or the you got to paint the house or make some repairs, remodel a bathroom... These are the people who know people to, you know, get the job done right. And they're the ones who can tell you if you're going to get your money out of what you're doing. That's the kind of service you're looking for in a real estate agent. Real estate agents I trust. It's Glenn's company. So when you have the kind of agents who work with us working for you, you can rest assured that you're going to be in the hands of a really capable team. Now, either buying or selling when you choose your agent through Real Estate Agents I Trust, you partner yourself with a competitive winning machine. Real Estate Agents I Trust, the name says it all. Real Estate Agents I Trust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Can you believe Henry Kissinger is still around? <laughs> And not just around, but being quoted yeah. and listened to when it comes to foreign policy. I had the same thought when I saw his quote. The man is 99 years old. But beyond that, 
He's a one-world government guy. Yep. He's a Bilderberger, Whataburger, <laughs> bacon cheeseburger guy. Oh, now I'm listening. Yeah. Well, that's I get maybe that's why he continues to be quoted. <laughs> I, I don't know, but he just said we are on the edge of war with Russia and China on issues which we partly created without any concept of how this is going to end or what it's supposed to lead to. Powerful. Thank you. Powerful stuff. Thank you for that. So the 99-year-old former Secretary of State National Security Advisor uh, recommended that the U.S. not accelerate the tensions to create options and... For that, you have to have some purpose. (laughs) He added, foreign policy is very responsive to the emotion of the moment. Okay, thank you. That's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it seems pretty amazing to me that, I mean, you still care about what he says after, how long has he not been in office? It's been since Nixon left, right? Let's see here. I don't, he wasn't, was he even Ford's secretary? I don't think so. Well, I thought when I saw his quotes on China and Russia, the thought occurred to me, I wonder if he's ever been quoted talking about uh, the time the czar was in power, because how old is this guy? Sure enough, I mean, he was only, he was born just five years after the czar of <laughs> Russia. Was 1923? Still, yeah, he was born in 23. And Golly. Yeah. Uh, wow. Let's see. Last time he was in office, uh, he was in Oh, he's oh, he was chairman of the nine uh, eleven commission. Oh, okay, but uh, bef- but besides right. that, yeah, right. Okay, so uh, uh, the nine eleven commission was very important work for me. The, mm-hmm. the, the Mr. Nixon was of course dead by then, and uh, we had put him in the ground already. I, it looks like his last <laughs> official office was. Uh, uh, Secretary of State until Secretary 1977. State. Yeah. Uh, under okay. Oh, Ford. he was. So he was with Ford. Mm-hmm. Okay. All so right. Nixon and Ford, and then just, just and then been telling us stuff ever since. <laughs> He's been telling us stuff. Let's see. I could just see, in like a broadcasting 101, news reporting 101 class, they're like, look, when mm-hmm. all else fails, reach out to Henry Kissinger for a quote. Because <laughs> apparently that's like a standard now. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Um, maybe every... Every Secretary of State since then has been such a joke that they're embarrassed to ask them for quotes, so they go to this 100-year-old guy. That is... Really amazing. Fascinating. Yeah, it is. That is fascinating. You're right. Everything about me and my career is fascinating. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, authorities are using uh, Google's location history to place a Virginia man near the scene of a federal bank robbery and sentenced him to 12 years in prison. Oh, uh, thanks, Google. Uh oh. Yes. Uh oh. Well, if I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything wrong. I, I don't care that they're monitoring me. This story is the future. In 2019, police used a broad search warrant to collect the location history of 19 cell phones near the scene of a federal bank robbery in Virginia. Okello Chatri was sentenced to 12 years in prison Wednesday based on location data evidence gathered from his phone. So he was in the area. Hey, he's near there. He must have done it. Um, <laughs> charge him with the crime. Wait, what? That's what you have? Is that he was by it? He was near it? Call Federal Credit Union uh, in Midlothian, Virginia, was robbed. In May 2019, the suspect passed a threatening note 
to the teller demanding money. He pulled out a gun and forced the workers to get on the floor. Suspects stole their phones and placed $195,000 in his backpack. That's like you would see in a movie. Mm-hmm. Authorities requested a court order geofence warrant. Uh-oh. Oh, Here we go. So bad. Here we go. <laughs> so he got a court-ordered geofence warrant to help find the suspect. This warrant allowed them to collect location data from Google for any phone in the area within a specific time frame. Last year, Google released a report detailing how many location-related search warrants it had received. Uh, And how many was it? In 2018, it was uh, 982. Wow. Okay. So in 2018, 982. Yeah, listen to this. By 2020... 11,554. It's a thing. It's increasing exponentially. Mm-hmm. By next year, it'll probably be over a million. <laughs> it'll be all of us. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... Uh, wow. So is that too. all they have on this No, guy? it is not. I, I okay. was just looking this okay, up. Okay, good. You're not going to... While police yeah. have been granted geofence warrants for years, Chaudhry's <laughs> lawyers are pushing back on the legality of the search. They argued that these invasive warrants violate the Fourth Amendment protection against unreasonable searches. It's the digital equivalent of searching every home in the neighborhood mm. of a reported burglary or searching the bags of every person walking along Broadway because of a theft in Times Square. That's true. Yeah. This That's is tough, true. man. This is tough. U.S. District Judge Hannah Lauk agreed that the warrant violated his rights. Listen to this ruling. And the rights of the innocent parties whose data was also collected. <laughs> However, <laughs> Lauk denied Chaudhry's motion to throw out the location data evidence. Instead, the judge found that the authorities acted in good faith and followed set procedures. In other words... <laughs> Yes, your constitutional rights were violated. But no, that's okay. You're not going anywhere. Right. Man, because... Wow. Okay, so... A hmm. tip to criminals. Apparently... <laughs> leave your phone at home. According to prosecutors, uh, Chartree forfeited any expectation of privacy when he opted into the location tracking feature on Google. <laughs> okay, well, that's what we're... That's saying we're yes to... Okay. You check the agree box so, so that you can participate in Google. So I'm with you uh, as far as just being, you know, mm. stunned that we're here. Mm-hmm. But here's what they found at his phone. Oh, okay. Or at his home. Excuse okay. me. What did they find? At one residence, law enforcement recovered... First of all, he has two residents? What are you doing robbing a place, bro? <laughs> right. Okay, at one residence, law enforcement recovered nearly $100,000 of the stolen money. A money counter... Uh-oh. As well as the silver and black 9mm uh, Taurus semi-automatic pistol used during the robbery. So they got the weapon. Okay. At the other residence, law enforcement reco- recovered practice robbery demand notes. <laughs> what a dumb... Oh! <laughs> and who, who among us have it practiced robbery well, de- demand mo- notes? Yeah, that's uh, that's circumstantial. I, Your Honor, it was just role-playing. It had nothing. It's just a coincidence that this bank was robbed. It's a game. It's a game. That's sweeping the nation. <laughs> you know, you write a demand note, and uh, you pretend to give so, it to a, <clears throat> to a teller. So you have... You have him, you have him dead to rights. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But to get there, is this evidence somehow disqualified because of how it was collected? That's what the judge basically said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, we got it the wrong way, but we got it. When instead, that should be 
uh, fruit of the poison tree because the tree is already poisoned with the illegal act of gathering all that information. And so anything you obtain from that point on should be considered poisoned. And so could could a judge say, yes, we're not allowed to know where you're at, so we can disqualify your presence at that location. Yeah. But my gosh, we have the weapon. We have the mm-hmm. notes. We have enough for a jury. And that's clearly what he decided. Even though all of that was obtained from yeah. the poison tree. This is... I said at the beginning of the story, I said, this is our future. Hell, this is our present. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're here. Yeah. It's happening right now. This is going to become standard because now what do do courts love more than anything? It's not the Constitution. It's case law. Mm. Well, look at, uh, Mm -hmm. at, uh, what what was the guy's name? At uh, uh, Chattery versus Virginia. You know, they discounted his location data, but. Mm-hmm. They used it to find all the stuff at his residences, which, by the way, a robbery guy with two homes? Boy, I know. Bank robbing business must be very, good these very days. Very strange. <laughs> all right, real quick, let's get to the KJP. We haven't played that. Uh, she's always a favorite. Do we even have that? What do we have? Oh, we don't have that. Mm. Okay, maybe I... Did I send it in? Not to me. <laughs> Dang it. What happened? What What are we missing? What am I missing? Uh, she was actually called Orwellian during the press conference yesterday, which I found oh, was... I didn't see this. Uh, somebody's got some nerve. And it must have been... Um, it must have been Peter Ducey, because he's the only one who has the giblets to do something like that. But, you know, they're being being called Orwellian because of all the lies that they're telling right now about oh, wow. the inflation process and whether or not we're in a recession. And, well, they lie about everything. And so, yeah. I mean, at least somebody is taking note of it and asking them about it, and she's got nothing to say about it. But still. wow, this was um, uh, Jonathan Carl from ABC. Okay, wow, yeah, wow. I'm just reading the transcript here, but yeah, Jonathan Carl used to be a fairly solid journalist. He kind of went away during the Trump period, but maybe he's coming back again. <laughs> Jonathan Carl just tweeted out the other day of times that nuclear codes were lost by presidents. Oh, it was a bunch. Yeah, like Jimmy Carter to the cleaners. Uh-huh. Um, Bill Clinton, the day after the Monica Lewinsky stuff broke, something was on his mind, I guess, besides <laughs> keeping up with the secrets. <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. Just a few nuclear codes. Don't worry about it.